Alright guys, welcome to Discussion. I'm doing my first podcast. Um, it's going to be kind of rough. I'm driving right now. I'm on the way home from school. So hopefully I don't die in traffic. But uh, here we go. So, like I said, welcome to Discussion. Today I'll, tonight I'll just be discussing about some sports topics you know like um some break some this is gonna be my basketball episode these days um which are my what's today uh today's thursday today will be basketball and i think when i go back to school those will be my football videos on Sunday, Sunday night. That's when I'll be making them. And so today, just be talking about some basketball. So today, uh, breaking news, Kyrie Irving is out for the season for shoulder surgery. It's tough for the average, for the casual NBA fan because Kyrie Irving is Honestly, the second coming of Allen Iverson, a sh- uh, three inches taller than AI, because Kyrie honestly has the best handles in the NBA. Even though he might not be a great teammate for some people, because you know he basically plays one v five when he plays uh, NBA. When you know it's not really smart, but you know, his, his idol was Kobe. I'm not saying anything about Kobe because, you know, Kobe's my favorite athlete of all time. Basketball, uh, football, baseball, MMA, anything. Kobe is my forever favorite athlete. And so, I mean, I grew up watching Kobe, so I'm kind of used to Kyrie going 1v5 because you know he has the confidence like that to just go out there and believe that he has the best shot out of all of his teammates and hey I don't blame him his teammates are good like Spencer Dinwiddie he's he's pretty good Um, Joe Harris is a good three-point shooter Jared Allen mostly defense DeAndre Jordan, mostly defense. So, there's no one else he could really pass to. And so, I don't blame him, but it's kind of sad for the casual NBA fan because they're going to miss his crossovers, his crazy layups, his crazy fadeaway shots, his Kobe, uh, Kobe-esque shots. So, it sucks. But for, for the Nets, for a Nets fan... I'm sure the casual Nets fan is is kind of is bummed out because you know they want they want to go see Kyrie they want to see their their team play their favorite team play and their best players out their most exciting players out. But for the hardcore Nets fans, I feel like I feel like this might be a blessing in disguise. I don't know. Am I tripping? I don't know. 
because like I said he plays one on five when he has four other teammates and two other good two other pretty good offensive teammates and so like what does that say about Kyrie to his other teammates like you already know in Boston he hasn't been the greatest team he wasn't the greatest teammate in Boston but you know they called him a cancer in the locker room and the Nets like yeah they have KD out but they're not that bad they made the playoffs last year with D'Lo did they? I don't know did they? I think they did make it with D'Lo but anyways yeah I feel like for a hardcore Nets fan it's 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 good-ish because like Kyrie's out so they have they could show off Spencer Dinwiddie who I'm sure they really like because he was a part of that Nets team last year who was just fun to watch and Joe Harris like he's now he gets more touches because he's and it was just really good because he's a knockdown three-point shooter um, more touches for all the other players like Jared Allen more dunks for him more dunks are more yeah more dunks for him and DeAndre Jordan which would be good so who knows I'm not a Nets fan I'm not I like watching Kyrie I like watching his highlights his ankle breakers his crossovers all of his handles his crazy shots and his jelly layups but you know I don't really it's really eh it's really whatever to me to be honest about Kyrie being out it'll be sad not to watch his crazy highlights every time he plays but am I crying over it no another player who's out is um, who's ruled out is Clay Thompson he has been out for the whole season ever since Tearing ever since rupturing his Achilles in the NBA Finals against the Raptors. Was it his Achilles? I think it was his Achilles. Because no no, his ACL. Because I know KD was the one with Achilles, but but Clay Thompson is out for the out for the rest of the season. It's gonna suck because I think Steph is trying to come back, but I don't know if he's actually coming back. They just traded D'Lo for Andrew Wiggins and a couple more draft picks. They still have Draymond Green. Um, They have sleepers. They have Eric Pascal. They also have um, Damon Lee. I think that's his name. That shooting guard. That guard. Damon Lee. Um, It's going to kind of suck because I love Clay. Honestly, out of the current players right now, out of out of all the non, out of the current non-Laker players, I'd say Clay is probably one of one of my most favorite players because I try to model my game after him. He's a great shooter. He's an also great defender. You know, he doesn't dribble the ball much. I think when he scored. Uh, I think he scored like 50 or 60 
in the in a game, he only took like 10, 15 dribbles. So, and he's also a funny dude. Like he's really, and he doesn't try to be funny, which is the thing. He's just a nut, low key. And you know I like that about Clay. So, but so it's gonna be kind of sad because you know I felt like with the roster the Warriors started with with um, with Steph, D'Lo, Clay, um, who else? What's his name? Draymond, and they had Willie Cauley Stein, who's a pretty athletic big. I thought they could have made the playoffs. You know, probably not like how they used to dominate before, but definitely like I'd say a low, a low playoff seed, maybe like seventh seed, seventh, sixth seed at the best, or maybe even fourth. No, 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 not fourth. Maybe fifth. Mm. Yeah, maybe fifth because Steph is in his prime. Before he got injured, he was averaging like. 30 shot, 30, not 30 shots. He's averaging 30 points a game, dropping threes like crazy. And so, it's gonna be kind of sad with Clay out because, you know, they're definitely not making the playoffs because I doubt, I doubt Steph is gonna come back because there's no point of him coming back because they might as well take the season and try to draft like James Wiseman with their pick. But, you know, they, they're probably exciting for next year. Just think about it. They can have Steph. They have Clay. They have Wiggins. And Wiggins could be pretty good. He can. He's super athletic. He can run the break. He's kind of like Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Uh, more athletic. I don't want to say more athletic. But more explosive. More. But not as not as bulky. Because Harrison Barnes is. He's not some skinny dude. And Andrew Wiggins is pretty skinny. But I'd say I'd say they're gonna be pretty good because they have Wiggins, they have Draymond Green. Who you know Draymond? You can't. He's kind of like it's kind of like the LeBron thing where uh, I'm not. And trust me, I'm not comparing Andrew Wiggins to. I'm not Andrew. I'm not comparing Draymond Green to freaking LeBron James. But it's kind of like that thing where. When it comes to playoff time, Draymond Green is that guy. Like, he's basically, he's a playoff guy, like, playoff Drake. You know, this playoff Rondo, playoff P, which I don't believe in playoff P because he got shut down by Joe Ingles when he played against the Jazz. So, I don't think, you know, I don't think they'll be that bad because they're probably going to draft like James Wiseman, like I said, because they need a center. Because Willie Collinstein, he's all right. Like, he's good. Oh, he's not good. He's all right. But I feel like James Wiseman is, could be the he's potential number one overall pick with LaMelo and uh, that one other guy. I forgot his name. Uh, the one shooting guard. But yeah. The Warriors could be good, but this year they're gonna be they're they're pretty garbage. I think they're the last I think they have the worst record in the NBA. I think they only have like 15 wins. I think 15 if 10 to either 10 or 10 between 10 to 15 wins. So yeah, they're basically doing what um what you call it did. 
what the Spurs did when David Robinson got hurt. They tanked and they got they ended up with Tim freaking Duncan, Mr. Fundamentals. Or like what the Colts did with um, when they were garbage and then they drafted Andrew Luck and then they made the I think AFC Championship his rookie year um, with the legend Pat McAfee you know shout out to Pat McAfee show um, yeah I think the Warriors will be good next year because Steph he's probably he's like in his early 30s Clay is probably gonna turn 30 or uh, in his late 20s Draymond he still is one of the smartest basketball players that are playing right now up there with LeBron and Rondo and Chris Paul like Draymond is probably one of the smartest players out there so and Draymond never really relied on his athleticism but he relied on his IQ and his his passing his yeah his passing IQ his vision on the court so yeah don't worry about the Warriors they'll be fine uh, I'm not a Warriors fan. Trust me, I'm a Laker fan. Laker fan until I die. And uh, I was even there when the Lakers had freaking Wayne Ellington, Ramon Sessions, uh, Kendall Marshall. Who else? Jordan. What's his name? Jordan Hill, Ryan Kelly. They had Robert freaking Sakurai. Who else do they have? Jeremy Lin. Tariq Black. I love Tariq Black though. Shout out to, to Tariq Black. They had Nick Young. Freaking Swaggy Pete. Probably the best player on the Lakers when he was there. And he was coming off the bench too. Which is crazy. Uh, awesome. Xavier Henry. Freaking. Uh. What's his name? What's her name? Dude. Like, like, yeah. Basically, I was there when the Lakers were garbage. But then, you know, they had some nice players. Like, they had... They had Lou Will. Which is crazy before he became a Rocket. And then... Yeah, yeah Nick Young, like I said. Who else did we have that was decent? Oh, that was good. Um, all those players that we drafted before. Um, Julius Randle. Uh, D'Lo. We had D'Lo. We had Jordan Clarkson. Shout out to all my Filipinos out there. Uh... We had Larry Nance Jr. Brooke Lopez. Brandon freaking Ingram. Oh my god. Shout out to Brandon Ingram for making his first all-star um, appearance. He rightfully deserved it. He carried that Pelicans team when Zion was out. And even though I think he's still hurt, but he's balling this season. And what she needed because you know that's what that's the kind of player he was he wasn't 
a type of player to play off LeBron, but he was a type of player to be featured, to have his, to be featured in the offense. Like he was, he needed the ball. He need, he was a he was basically a primary ball handler. He could score from all three levels. He can hit the three now. He can hit the three um, because his jump shot's looking nice. It's not as broke as it was in his rookie and sophomore year. Um, his mid range is killer. Like I said in my my previous um, my previous article that I wrote about Brandon Ingram being uh, most improved player. Yeah, go check it out. Um, who else do we have? We had Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is ba- is ba- is balling out this season. Well, not this season, but the second half of what we are right now of the current season. He's balling out. And that's because he's given the opportunity. Like, he's... They're not gonna... You don't have Luke Walton, like, trying to make him compete with freaking Rajon Rondo. But he's given the opportunity to do his own thing. Especially with the players he has now. Like, he can throw dimes to anyone. With the Pelicans being the... The highest three-point shooting team, I think, in the NBA. Um, yeah, he can just dime anyone up. On the on the bench, they on the starters they have they have him, Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, Zion, and they have Derek Favors, who's good, who's a good veteran, who's really good at defense and good at playing smart. They have Zion, who you know Lonzo can just throw countless lobs to they have Brandon Ingram who's a bona fide star they have Drew Holiday who's severely underappreciated and underrated because he's honestly in my opinion he's the best two-way point guard or guard two-way best two-way combo guard because he can play the one or they or he can play the two and he doesn't need to dominate the ball either like he can he can catch and shoot, but he can also you know handle the ball. Um, so yeah, Lonzo is balling out. He can just throw dimes, and his shot is not freaking nasty as hell. But it's coming on the right side of his head, which is good because you know that's how you're supposed to shoot. You're not supposed to flick it on the left side of your head if you're a right-handed shooter. Although. I feel like LeBron kind of sh- kind of shoots from the left side, and KD kind of shoots from the left side. So I don't know, but yeah, Lonzo's form is looking nicer. The pe- I hope, I wish, out of all the teams that are from nine to fifteen, I wish the Pel. I hope, I wish the Pelicans would make the playoffs because that would be so awesome. Because with the Lakers, the number one seed. And then having them play against former Lakers, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Josh Hart. Like, that's super exciting. I feel like that would be really exciting, especially for Zion. I feel like that would propel him into the Rookie of the Year um, conversation. Well, he's already in it with how dominant he's already been playing. But, yeah. Like, even though I honestly think um, John Moran... 
is gonna run away with the with the rookie of the year award. I feel like if Zion could carry his team all the way to the playoffs, then that'll make him the. I feel like that could make him. I give him real um, rookie of the year considerations because the reason why John Morant is a rookie of, is currently leading probably rookie of the year is because he's been balling out all season and his team is in the playoffs so it's not like a like a Trey Young type of thing or a Devin Booker type of thing where they're putting up or or Carl Anthony Towns where they're putting up astronomical numbers on a terrible team but he's actually like their team is actually winning and which is which is crazy which is not crazy because their team is actually like all their players are not bad at all they have they have of course John Moran they have Jaron Jackson Jr. they have Dylan Brooks who's a sleeper for most improved player. Um, they have Brandon Clark, the probably like what, 6'7", or 6'8", power forward out of, um, shoot, don't quote me, but I think he played for Auburn. Don't add me, but I think he played for Auburn. But they have him, they had Jay Crowder, they just signed, uh, what's his name? That one, that one dude from the Heat, Justice Winslow. They just signed him. Um, they have Javon Carter, Carter, who's a pretty good backup. I think they have Tyus Jones as well. Uh, they have Valanciunas. Yeah, their team is pretty solid. Even though I have no idea who their coach is, their team is not that bad. So, big, big props to them for making the playoff, for currently in the playoff race. And also shout out to the Clippers, not, not the Clippers, screw the Clippers, but shout out to the, the Thunder. Shout out to CP3 and Shea Gilgis-Alexander for making the making the seventh seed, yo. Like, their team is also not that bad either. They have... Who do they have? They have Shea. They have CP. They have... Um, what's his name? They have Gallinari. They have Jason Momoa. They have... I'm just kidding. Steven Adams. Um, what's, that not, what's that guy's name? Something Ferguson. Uh... They have Ham Hamadou? Hamadou? Yeah, Hamadou Diallo. Former slam dunk winner. Shout out to Shout out to Aaron Gordon for getting snubbed twice. Especially this time. And also Also Dwayne Wade. Freaking I freaking nut for See, that's how you know the Heat are freaking nuts. That's how you know Miami is crazy. He's a vote. He's voting. He was a, what's called a judge for the slam dunk competition. And apparently, uh, allegedly, I'm not, ale- yeah, I'm not saying anything, but allegedly, 
he he voted Aaron Gordon's dunk over seven five taco fall of forty seven because he wanted uh current Miami Heat forward Derek Jones Jr. aka airplane airplane mode to win. So you know the Miami ties are pretty strong out there. But what was I getting into? Oh yeah, Laker players, yeah. We had a lot of the good Laker players. And what was what's crazy is because what the Lakers need are what we already had. Right? Like am I tripping? I don't think I'm tripping. Because as good as as good as LeBron is, as great, as great, as legendary as LeBron is and Anthony Davis I don't know if you trust him to close a game because LeBron his free throws are, are pretty shaky AD since he's a center since he's a big man you can't really trust him to close a game because how many how many game winning game winning shots you know came from a big man like I could probably name two or three or yeah, clutch. Well, uh, AD he could be clutch because there's a lot of big men who were clutch. But I don't. I wouldn't say. I don't know any big. I don't know. I don't know five big men who make game-winning shots. I just know AD made one after a crazy three. I think against the Thunder when he was in the Pelicans. Um, Tim Duncan. I know he made game, some game-winning shots. Um, I'm sure Dirk made some. I don't know if you count Grandma Larry Johnson. Because I'm pretty sure he made some game winners. Or was it him? No, I think it was Alonzo Mourning who made a nasty game winner when he was in Charlotte. But yeah, other than that, like I don't know many big men who made game winning shots. I'm pretty sure they're clutch because AD... He's definitely clutch at defense, especially against the Nuggets when he was when we were playing against the Nuggets. He was locking up Jokic, freaking stretch mark five. Shout out to Jalen and Jacoby, but yeah, he was locking up Jokic on defense, and he was uh, he makes some and he made some pretty pretty big threes. But yeah, that's the only thing. So I don't know if they can like win a game like well they could win a game but I don't know if they could make game winners because I mean LeBron's made some in the past but do you really trust him to make game winning shots I don't know probably yes most likely but I don't know because let's because D'Lo Mr. Ice in his veins is clutch and then Brandon Ingram has already made like maybe five game winners this season so those are our closers we also need we also needed um, uh, some players off the bench who could perform like let's say Jordan Clarkson he's a perfect player who we needed he's someone who can create his own shot in which none of the Lakers bench can um, let's see who else. 
Larry Nance, he can't create his own shot, but he makes winning plays. He's kind of like a big man, a big man version of Alex Caruso. Um, shout out to AC. Who else? Julius Randle. Uh, I don't know. Maybe last year when we had only JaVale McGee as our center. That's what probably could have needed him. But yeah. Lonzo. Now since Lonzo can hit threes. And he's a. He's a dime maker. Like. That's someone who we could start at. Point guard. Because. Avery Bradley he's good. But he's. He's not like. He's not. A floor general because Rondo he's a floor general but he cannot absolutely play with LeBron he in fact he is known for having the worst for always having a plus minus when a negative plus minus when him and LeBron are on the court so you know uh, yeah we could have needed we could have had Lon. We could have. We need Lonzo. We need someone like Lonzo, someone who can hit threes, who can dime up any player, and someone who can play some defense like crazy. Because I know Lonzo for sure is one of the best defensive point guards in the NBA. That's a fact. Look at the stats. Look at the numbers. Numbers don't lie, but they don't tell the truth. Um, yeah, because you know, Kuz is not. Okay. Kuz, I feel like he's getting a bad rap. He's not getting a fair share. Because, think about it. His first two seasons in the NBA, he was playing heavy starter minutes. He was shooting the ball as much as he wanted. And now, and he was, and it's a stat that Kuzma always quotes that LeBron got most of his assists off of Kuzma's shots. So, Imagine going from that to trying to be a six man with bench minutes with probably like 25 minutes a game. And you can't and he can't like do his own thing. He gets criticized for every single shot he takes. And grant granted, he doesn't take his the best shots. He's kind of he's never in the he's never in that good area, the good gray area. Where he's taking smart shots and he's making smart passes. Where he's always passing up like good shots. But he's also taking bad shots. He's either or. He's either too aggressive. Where it's it's at a fault like Westbrook. Where Westbrook is aggressive to his own fault. His own detriment. Or he passes up open open threes where like, dude, really? But it sucks because Kuz, he came into Team USA in the summer. He's working out with Team USA. He was supposed to be on the team, but he broke his hand, and so that's like a confidence killer because you know you could have played with the best young players in the NBA, but you get hurt. And then he was out for all the training camp for the Lakers. So there's not really much 
chemistry he could have made or on on the court and off the court because you know he's trying to rehab recover and rehab his hand and he also has been dealt with a lot of injuries this season so I feel bad for the guy because he's not getting he's not gonna get he's not getting a fair shake you know he should be getting and they say oh Lou Will and Montrez Harrell could do it why can't they do why can't Kuz do it because Kuz is not getting their mints he's not getting their touches Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams are featured even when Kawhi and Paul George are on the court they're featured Kuz is not featured he's been he's been told to make the right pass even if make he's been told to give up a good shot for a great shot so that's like a that's a confidence killer honestly especially to a young player granted he's not he's not super young because he's old as Giannis but yeah he's it's not fair honestly so I'm 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 always slow to criticize Kuz even though he's been playing like absolute garbage this year I wouldn't say trade the guy or cut him because for one who else are you going to get you're going to get J.R. Smith who made the worst play in NBA history are you going to get Jamal Crawford who's almost 40 like dude let's be real- realistic out here and especially with the contract that he has the rookie deal being a late first round pick like come on he's making I think I think Avery Bradley is making more money than Coons right now so lay off the guy don't worry Coons is gonna be fine he's still he's still even though it takes it, he's still getting acclimated into the offense he's going from He's changing his whole play style for LeBron and AD. And think about it. He went from last year to being the darling of the Lakers to being the most hated hated guy in the Lakers. Now, Alex Caruso is the, mo- is the darling of the, of the Lakers and of the NBA. So yeah, don't worry about it. But yeah. So another another thing I want to talk about is a rumor, a big fat rumor about Liam Charles Antetokounmpo's father, the freak in the sheets, the Greek freak, the alphabet, Giannis Antetokounmpo of Milwaukee Bucks, recently in a in an interview he had after after the all-star game he had he answered i forgot what the, i don't know what the question was but he answered something like oh yeah oh yeah the question was about playing with his brothers like teaming up with his brother who uh, is currently playing for the lakers i think it's alex i think it's alex antetokounmpo who plays for the lakers g league team he answered 
Yeah, it'll be. He basically answered that it would be great to play with his to team up with his brothers, which one of them, Thanasis, his older brother, is playing with him in the Bucks. He said it'll be great to play with the team up with his brothers. Um, he said he also said that yeah, his mom would like it because they'd be spending more time together. But the the big thing that Giannis said was that when talking about teaming up with his brothers, he said either he said Mo he said in Milwaukee, which he plays out plays for right now. Or L.A. Come on now. You don't think Giannis is thinking about teaming up with LeBron and A.D. Next in 2021 free agency? Like, dude. Who needs Kawhi when you have the freaking Greek freak, the Greek god Giannis? Like, I'm just kidding. I I would definitely want Kawhi. Have you seen, like, did you see how they were playing? Him, LeBron, and AD were playing in the All-Star game? Like, Yeah. But yeah, imagine having Giannis on the Lakers. Now, okay, they would definitely have to sort out the financial aspect of it because you can't fit Giannis' enormous contract in there. Because I'm sure, I don't know if he has a new contract, but or a contract extension but or actually I don't, I don't think he does because he's probably in his what his his fifth year so that's the end of his rookie rookie deal I'm guessing so imagine Giannis playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis like dude That's crazy. Imagine, okay, imagine this. Imagine putting, imagine, of course, you have, you need two shooters, right? I don't know who, whoever they are. I don't really care. They could be, they could be, they could even be like WNBA shooters or even college, college shooters. Or you, you can even put me in there. Imagine putting two shooters, right? Preferably two guards. Two shooting guards. With LeBron, who's arguably the smartest basketball player in NBA history, right next to like Magic Johnson, Jason Cade, Kobe Bryant, Rajon Rondo. Imagine putting LeBron, who's focusing on passing now, especially at the latter end of his career, with Anthony Davis, who's arguably the most talented, gifted big man of the modern era like he's definitely more talented than um, Tim Duncan he's more flasher than Tim Duncan he's I think he's he's probably better than um, Kevin Garnett he's he's he plays defense unlike Dirk Chris Chris Webber I heard he was I, I never I don't remember watching Chris Webber because I was probably like six or five when he was in, in his prime. But I heard Chris Webber was a beast. But imagine the most talented power forward of in NBA history with the second coming with Shaq. 
but a skinny Shaq who could dribble the ball and shoot a little bit. Like, dude, I don't even care who who's on the rest of the bench. I don't care if it's J.R. Smith or if it's I don't even care if we have those terrible Lakers that I listed, who I listed earlier on. Imagine those three with a bunch of scrubs. Dude, the Lakers will be winning five to six championships. No doubt about it. They, LeBron would have to do his Miami Heat introduction speech with the not five, not not six, not seven. His with his championships, but dude, imagine the Lakers with those three. I don't know. It's just a rumor. I don't want to make. I don't want to make a big deal about it. I don't want to say. It. I don't want to be one of those journalists to, to say, "Oh, Giannis is Giannis is definitely coming to LA. Giannis is definitely coming to LA." But you know, it's something to look out for because that's very interesting that he would say something like that. It's something to. Take a peep at. Also, another thing I wanted, the last thing I wanted to get at is are the Lakers pretender contenders? Because I was looking at their, their schedule, right? I was looking at the teams they lost to and the teams they beat. They lost? The teams that they lost to, they're contenders. And the, the best team, the teams that they beat, most of them are scrubs. And the best, I'd say the best teams that they played are the Denver Nuggets, um, the Utah Jazz, the Portland Trailblazers, the Dallas Mavericks, the Miami Heat, and that's it. I think that's it. Those are the only contenders they beat. Other than that, they've lost all the good play, all the good teams. Like, like you know, they lost to the Clippers twice. Even though the the second game they should have won, but the refs were selling the Lakers. Who else? They lost. They got blown out by the Bucks when Giannis made five threes. What the heck? They lost. They got. They lost to the Raptors. Um, who else did they lose to? They lost. They got blown out by the Celtics in Boston. Um, they made Jason Tatum look like a freaking star, like a stud. Um. Who else did they lose to? Let me check. They also lost to... Um, they lost to the Rockets with their small ball. With their new... When they're introducing their small ball lineup. How embarrassing is that? Especially with the Lakers. With their best. Even though with the Lakers have those trees. Where they have Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, Kyle Kuzma... Um, Anthony Davis and LeBron. How could you lose? So, how could you lose with that height of with that type of a team to the small Rockets? 
Let's see. Oh, they they got smacked by Philly. Um. Yeah. The Celtics are a contender. Um, the Celtics are a contender from the East. The Raptors are contender from the East. The Sixers are contenders from the East. The Bucks are are contenders from the East. The Clippers are arguably the best team in the NBA. They're the scariest team in the NBA. Um, who else did they lose to? Um, yeah. Like, dude, if you want to, like how they say, the famous thing, if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. And the Lakers, they haven't beat the be beaten the best. They lost to all the top four teams in the East, and they lost to the, to the team across the street, down the building, down the hall. Like, that's embarrassing. Like, I, I wouldn't say, okay, the Lakers... Numbers-wise, they are the best team in the NBA. Don't get me wrong. They have they have LeBron. They have Anthony Davis. They have Dwight Howard, who's having a remarkable season. They have Alex Caruso, who's the darling of the NBA. Like, dude. They're, they're really good. Don't get me wrong. The Lakers are amazing. They're 41-12. and 12. They're the best record in the, in the West. Second best record in the NBA. The Lakers, they're good. The Lakers are really good. But you you can't be really good if you lose to all the best teams. Like you come on Lakers, you got like Lakers, you gotta show up when you know when the lights are the brightest. Because that's basically playoff time. Like like what they say, um, pressure bust pipes or or makes diamonds. I think that's, how, think that's how the saying goes. But yeah, you can't be the best unless you beat the best. Like, come on now. So, yeah, I think the Lakers, okay. My pick has always been the Lakers to win the finals. But is it is it getting is it getting a little eh? Maybe. Because they haven't been the good teams. But hey, the Lakers they have a great chemistry. If you see them play, they always it's like it's like watching the Nets how the Nets were playing last year. Excuse me. The Lakers are really fun to watch. LeBron is looks like he's having a great time. Anthony Davis, yeah, he says, "Oh, I don't know what my plans are for the free agency, but after saying, "Hey LeBron, I love you during All-Star game media day." Like, come on now. But yeah, Kyrie is out, Clay is out. Giannis might come to the Lakers. Who knows? He said, you already know the critics are going to say, he said L.A. He didn't say the Lakers. 
So he might be teaming up with his brothers in the Clippers. But that doesn't make sense. Come on now. Don't be dumb. Why would he take... Oh, Costas. That's his brother. Alex is the one in high school. Why would you take Costas out of the Lakers and put him in the Clippers? The Clippers, they're not even that good. I'm just kidding. The Clippers are the Clippers are kind of scary. It's always... But think about it. Okay, think about it. The Lakers, the reason why they lost all the contending teams is because for some reason, everyone has... Everyone thinks there's a rival. They're a rival of the Lakers when that isn't true at all. Like, every team in the NBA except for... See. Okay, let's list, let's list the teams that think they have a a rivalry with the Lakers. One team for sure that does have a rivalry with the Lakers are are yeah is the is the Celtics. The Celtics for sure have a rivalry with the Lakers. It's it's a legendary rivalry. But teams that do also have rivalries with the Lakers are the Clippers, the um. I think the Kings do because of all that beef beef they had back then when Shaq would always call them the um the Sacramento Queens. Um the Spurs do with all the battles they had with Tim Duncan in his prime. Um who else has beef with the Lakers? Or not beef, um as a rival. The Clippers because you know they're they're seen as a little brother. Um but yeah, that's pretty much all the teams that have real, like, have like a real reason to be a rival to the Lakers. But other than that, other teams, I don't really think so because it's kind of fake if you think about it. Like the Suns, they think they have beef with the Lakers because Kobe, because them and Kobe, when Steve Nash was on the, the Suns with Mike D'Antoni and Amari Stoudemire and Sean Marion, like... That team, when they went against Kobe in his prime, they think they have, they think they're Laker rivals now, which is not true. Um, the Portland Trailblazers, when because they had the playoff battles, like they're not really rivals. The Toronto Raptors, they just they're just sad because Kobe hit like seven game winners that one game against the Raptors, and Kobe also dropped eighty one on their heads. They're not really rivals. The Heat, I don't know. Do they really? Philly, uh, I don't know. Do they? The Magic, uh, because what? Because they played us in the finals? Like, no. The Mavericks, uh, okay, uh, whatever. Not really. Like, if you think about it, everyone, everyone tries to find a reason to hate the Lakers. It's just like everyone tries to find a reason to hate the Patriots and me as a Dolphins fan I have a reason to oppose not hate but to oppose the Patriots it's because we're in the same division AFC East so there's a reason for me I have a valid reason to oppose the Patriots but people like how people like before I used to not like the Warriors because I was a hater but the reason why People oppose or don't like those teams is because 
of all the success they had they don't want them to succeed like that's a real thing people don't want people to succeed at their highest point if you think about it, people hated lebron because he was succeeding especially kobe stands they were hating lebron because they were like neck and neck who was the best player obviously i think kobe's the best player kobe was the, was a better player but yeah there's no real reason for all these teams to have rivalries with the lakers you know what i mean it's not it's not fair for the lakers and that's that's why getting back to my point after going on on that tangent that's my point why the lakers are losing to all those contending teams it's because and i'm not trying to make an excuse for them they got to win those games no matter what if you're the best go beat the best so that's what that's what i'm trying to say those teams those contending teams those contenders they're all beating they're beating the lakers because their mindset is that if you got to if you want to be the best you have to beat the best and that's what they're doing they just recognize the lakers as the best and they're beating them because they're given because it's like basically they're it's basically like playoff mode it's basically like it's basically like they're they see the lakers as the best so they're doing the best they can to beat the lakers that's why so many teams are being the clippers even though Kawhi is not playing in half of those in like all those games but that's neither here or there that's 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 for another episode but yeah that's the reason why the lakers are losing those big games is because the those teams are giving it their 120 130 200% when they play against the lakers because they want to show out they know it's la they know they get mass media they they know that if they beat the lakers they'll be seen as the the juggernauts of the nba that they're not to be messed with that's why when like when the bucks beat the lakers everyone was crowning Giannis as the best player in the nba and which he arguably is but yeah the lakers they'll be fine clay sucks that he's out Kyrie, it also sucks that he's out but i'm not really crying over it i'm not crying over spilled milk it sucks for sucks for the Warriors, but they'll be good later on next year. The Nets, they'll be good next year when they get KD back and Kyrie may be back. And yeah, Giannis is coming to Lakers. Just kidding. I don't know if he really is. He might just be trying to bring Kostas to the Bucks, but no one's really talking about that. Don't worry. Lakers are fine. All right, guys, I'll see you on the next episode of discussion thank you for listening to my podcast please give me a follow and i'll catch you later